If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today is the nature of God. And I guess we can call it part three. We've, three, we've done two previous shows and also uh, uh, we'll be offering you a, a gift and just have to call us up to get that gift and we'll speak more about that later uh, during the middle part of the show. But we want to give some credit to Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust organization, and she wrote 24 volumes of literature. And the main inspiration uh, uh, for the dialogue that you'll hear on this show comes from the works of Alice Bailey, as does the following thought. What the scientist calls energy, the religious man calls God. And yet, the two are one. You know, last time we ended with a, uh, a comment about atheists, um, mm -hmm. and you, you uh, and we, we certainly didn't mention the word in the pejorative. Uh, but you said, uh, you said that you thought uh, atheists aren't aren't the problem; uh, that believers uh, might be the problem. Could you could you explain more about what you meant by that, sir? Um, I'm not sure I remember the exact contents t context of. Um the comment that you were making, Robert, but um, I think you were implying that um, the denial of God by atheists might be um, a problem, whereas I, in my uh, abrupt way, said, no, I think believers are the problem. They are not terribly tolerant of divergent opinions quite often, especially the, the deeply devout, convinced believer. Um, and it reminded me of something from my childhood. Whenever I see the word atheist, I think of my dad, because he claimed to be an atheist. No matter how hard my brother, mother, and I tried, we could never get him to go to church with us, except maybe on Christmas Eve, and um, then only reluctantly. And I, in my little tiny mind, thought he was an atheist and um, that God would be very offended by him. 
now that I'm older, I realize that probably the label atheist wasn't what would have defined my father. And I came across a comment recently in something I was reading. I don't know who said this, but the person wrote that atheism has often been a transitional state. The writer said it's the attitude of those for whom the conception of God for their time and for their culture and society is no longer adequate. These are people, the writer was implying, that don't buy into or accept the um, prevailing cultural and um, religious concept of deity, of divinity, of God, uh, and feel um, and think otherwise. And I thought that's a nice definition of atheism that I think should give everyone hope if they are living with people who claim to be atheists and if they are worried about the state of their souls. I don't think the problem really is whether we are atheist or not. I think the problem is whether we are good people or bad people. I really don't think God, whatever we mean by that, uh, is waiting with bated breath for somebody to say, yes, I do believe in you. I don't know that God particularly cares, to be honest, and maybe that's sacrilegious. We can go into the whole concept of what I mean by God, but um, I think the quality of our life, the quality of our ethics and morality and our relationships and our principles are far more um, um, important and say much more about us than whether we claim or not to believe in God. So that's where we left off with the last program. And this idea of atheism as the quality of people who feel out of sync with the prevailing ideas about God leads into a concept that is um, an interesting one to explore today. That's of the prevailing ideas of God and what is called the Godhead. That's a very weird term, I think, but for the English language, the Godhead is the word for describing what your opening comment um, implied, God as energy. You said that what the scientist calls energy, the religious man calls God, and yet the two are one. I would think that when the scientist talks about energy, he or she might, without realizing it, be talking about the Godhead. What do you think? Uh, quite possibly. Um, <coughs> it's hard to know what scientists really think about deity cause the, or the, the God or that whole concept because they seem to be reluctant to even get into that, at, at least publicly. So but I think that's, uh, the, that these two... Uh, these two sides of religion and uh, science must come together. Mm -hmm. And I think they are slowly coming together. Yes, I think we find that in um, such scientists <coughs> as um, Albert Einstein, who um, had uh, a number of um, insights into the nature of God and who uh, had a great respect for religion and I think was himself... Anybody could say a, a religious person, a spiritual person, not a churchgoer, but a, a deeply spiritual person. So it, it isn't God and the scientist aren't mutually exclusive. But to, to define what we mean by Godhead is not easy. It's a term that uh, comes up in the study of um, the ageless wisdom and of Eastern religion. 
and of um, well, Aldous Huxley in the perennial philosophy has a very good um, exploration of it. He defined it as the absolute ground of all existence. I don't know if that would mean anything to our listeners. The Buddha, I think, was talking about the Godhead, even though Buddhism is always uh, viewed as a non-theistic religion, a religion that doesn't recognize a, a personal God. Buddha said to his his arhats, his, his disciples, there is, O monks, an unborn, neither become nor created nor formed. Were there not, there would be no deliverance from the formed, the made, and the compounded. That probably is awkward to take in by the ear, but the unborn, neither become nor created nor formed, is the Godhead. And we can only approach this concept of the absolute ground of existence, the real essence behind all manifestation by talking about what it isn't. Because words not only defile it, they are not appropriate because it cannot be expressed. It is all pervasive, all inclusive. And that takes us right back to the to the uh, <coughs> to the whole question of energy. That God is essentially energy. And uh, science is verifying uh, that. Excuse me, but science mm-hmm. is recognizing more and more that all is energy. Well, yes, and it, the studies and the experiments that they're doing in the realm of the subatomic world are taking us right down to that level of pure energy mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to uh, cross over that border very soon I think and discover God and uh, it's interesting this uh, exploration of the cellular level is that the most uh, the tiniest most infinitesimal level no. or the atomic <coughs> well even even subatomic subatomic pa- particles and now the uh, the recent discussion on uh, string theories mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's getting very very close to uh, the esoteric uh, uh, principles of uh, sound because they they also discuss these um, string theories these little tiny tiny particles even smaller than much much smaller than the atom itself as um, vibrating at a certain rate and it all has to do with coming back to sound. So they're identifying life and energy at that very um, basic level Mm -hmm. and also I think they're identifying a unity, a uniformity or a cohesiveness Mm -hmm. because God God is all pervasive Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you can see at the level of energy where uh, God is all pervasive because this energy is pervasive throughout uh, the universe. There is a um, uh, a lot that is said about this this concept of, of the Godhead in Eastern religion, as I mentioned. I think Christianity and Judaism and Islam with the, their monotheistic approach to God concern more the nature of the personal God, the one that one worships as... Um, uh, a being who stands apart from the world and yet um, is present in the world but the idea of the Godhead is not something that one can think of worshipping because it is all pervasive and yet un, 
unidentifiable, inexpressible. The religion of ancient China called Taoism touched upon this this Godhead when it said, do not ask whether the principle is in this or in that. It is in all beings. So being all-pervasive, it cannot be identified as being over there or over here or this or that. It's all-pervasive. So we can't know this this God, this Godhead, as it is in itself, but only by its expression, by its energies, by its mm. radiance. It's because we've, um, especially in the, in the Western world, I think we've tended to define God or reduce God to the level of man, to the person. That's why it's been given such personal pronouns as him and his mm-hmm. and uh, the father the father and, uh, <clears throat> and all of these terms really limit God to or our concept of God and um, therefore they, they um, don't really help to define God they, they make it a very personal God and that's um, certainly not what God is it's, it's much more than that personal thing, but because of human consciousness being what it is, it's focused in the brain consciousness, this seems to be about the only way that we can define what that divine being that we call God uh, in a way that uh, we can understand. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, and our topic for today is the nature of God, part three. And before we say anything else, uh, I'm sure people are waiting to hear about the gift that we plan on sending you. All you have to do to get the gift is call us on our toll-free number, and the gift is, well, when you do call, ask for, it's a paper, and it more or less explores in greater depth uh, what we're talking about today, the nature of God. Ask for the nature of God. It's a paper, and uh, all you have to do is give us a call on that toll-free number, which is one 866 Six nine five eight two four seven, and once again, just um, make sure you ask for the nature of God. God will will send it out to you uh, free of charge. It's a paper. It's our gift to you. Um, just give us a call on one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. The easy way to remember one eight six six N Y Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Lucis is L U. CIS, and we also need your help. Um, people have been very generous, uh, giving us both large uh, donations and small to support our, our radio effort. Uh, uh, the largest amount we've gotten, when we thank the person uh, from the bottom of our hearts, we got a gift of eighteen hundred dollars uh, one time, and uh, uh, and we've gotten uh, gifts between uh, that amount and a much lower amount. But all of donations uh, add up and. It's all cumulative, and it helps us to stay on the air, which we'd love to do. So uh, to donate, by the way, you have to, to make that donation. Just send us uh, send your donation to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, that's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, and 
I, I think one of the ideas that I'm still thinking about, Sarah, and I think that that was always uh, mm-hmm. my question about God, is I always thought, uh, well, why does God allow mankind to do such terrible things and um, and uh, hurt other people and so on and so many other negative behaviors that many people are into? And I think your answer was good, that he doesn't want robots. Uh, before we go further, could you address that again? Because... Well, we were talking about that last time, and um, the um, assumption people sometimes have that God should intervene. They want complete liberty and freedom, except when things go wrong, and then they want God to come in like a fire engine and take over. And uh, I don't think we can have it both ways. And the the free will that human beings are, are endowed with is a God-given uh, strength, but it comes at a price, as all things do. And so we live in a world experiencing the impact of the exercise of free will by our fellow men. And um, that's why we all have to work together to develop the sense of our oneness, of our shared humanity, and beyond that, of our shared um life with all kingdoms on this earth because if we don't grasp that concept things are always going to fall out of balance and the willful selfishness of one part or another is going to take over but all of this is part of God's plan and it's a great mystery but I've never understood why people would expect God to intervene at appropriate times in their mind and at other times to let us live our usual, independent, happy, selfish lives. Um, Coming back to what Dale was saying before the break, I think you're right that people need both a concept of God, a personal God, and of the Godhead as the ground of all being, because we can only know God through our brain and our mind, through our concept of being. And that's yeah. concentrated in a kind of an individual concept inevitably. Well, we are made in the image of God, as it is said, but um, as I, I think we've said also in the last program, that we have tended to turn that uh, phrase around and say we've made God in the image of man. And we see it in many of the sculptors and the paintings and that... Uh, <coughs> Um, the great artists have done down through the ages and we've also promoted this idea of um, God as an old man with a beard and wise old man that's uh, (coughs) casting judgments around and so forth but um, if to study ourselves and it says this in one of one of the uh, opening thoughts that we gave that if we know ourselves then we will know God. It's like the Greek oracle that says, man, know thyself, and thou shalt know the universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, by by studying ourselves, because each person is a microscopic copy or uh, reflection, if you will, of the God, of the Godhead. And by that I mean we are made of a, a physical part of us, we have a, an emotional nature, and we have a mental nature. And working through all of this is the soul or the spirit part of us. And this is also the pattern on which God is also made. And so uh, by studying ourselves, this is one way we get a, an idea of 
the pattern uh, of God or the structure or the makeup of God. And yet I keep wanting to drag us all back to this concept of the Godhead because I find it so fascinating and yet I can only stumble around inarticulately trying to talk about it because it's a a level of reality that cannot be expressed in words and yet here I am refusing to shut up about it because I think it is the whole point of life it is the only reason to draw the next breath in my opinion is to try a little harder to understand what is behind all the known outer world there is um, an all pervasive unifying reality that once you get even a tiny thought form about it, a hint of it, you realize that it is the whole point of the manifested world. And this is why Hinduism, I think, is such a great religion. Even if one isn't a Hindu, the Hindu texts touch upon what they call Brahman, which is this concept of Godhead in English. And it is something that... um, We can only begin to understand through study and meditation, but I think it's best expressed perhaps in that creed of Hinduism, O thou before whom all words recoil. And it may be why the great Christian saint, Meister Eckhart, called God nothing and darkness, because we only come upon this concept of Godhead by stripping away layer upon layer of attributes, when we take away all the personal human qualities that define the Godhead, then gradually peeling away the layers of the onion, I think we come to this approach of of um, the reality behind all of the outer world. It's It's as if every concept that is grasped by the mind and that lends itself to language inevitably becomes a kind of a barrier, an mm. obstacle in the very search for that which you're trying to describe because the level of reality transcends anything that the mind can grasp. And that's why we have to uh, turn this phrase around and make ourselves more in the image of God and not, not bring it down, reduce God to our level, to expand our consciousness, to include the um, the more higher intuitive level of thought which in turn will begin to synchronize with that nature in the mind of God and will begin to understand it on that level. And interestingly, coming back to Buddhism, which is traditionally seen as a non-theistic religion, I think the concept of nirvana might be the closest uh, we can come to the Godhead, the unborn and unbecome the eternal, hidden, and incomprehensible peace as nirvana is described. Perhaps those are a few words that describe this level of uh, divine reality. Uh, The Jewish Kabbalists called the Godhead en sof, without end. And of course, I suppose they'd say without beginning either. These are vast concepts, Mm. but perhaps even with just... uh, an attempt to grasp them, we can realize that the atheists who rebel against the idea of a personal God who would intervene like a fire truck, maybe they're right. Maybe we are ready for something more mature and more expansive than that very personal God. 
And this is what uh, some of the teachings in the books of Alice Bailey provide, that new <coughs> expansive view. And that's why we are here. And remember, we have a gift for you, and uh, it's uh, easy to order it. All you have to do is give us a call on our toll-free number. Uh, the gift, by the way, once again, the gift is a paper. Just ask for The Nature of God, and you can explore this topic further through reading that literature that we'll send out to you. And uh, to order to order the gift, just call in 1-866-695-8247. That's one 866 Six nine five eight two four seven. The easy way to remember it: one eight six six N Y Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Lucis is L U C I S. Um, uh, you've been listening to <coughs> Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>